Hey friends, welcome back to the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. So today's episode is for all the moms out there that feel overwhelmed with moments that feel out of your control. And in today's episode, we'll discuss a strategy and a new way to look at these moments that is totally going to minimize the overwhelm and anxiety. Let's go. Mamas, are you tired of feeling like you're surviving in motherhood instead of thriving? Does motherhood feel like a never-ending cycle of responsibilities, to-dos, and overwhelm? Do you feel disconnected from the things that really matter to you? Society tells us that being a mom means always giving and sacrificing, putting ourselves last, and feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed out, and defeated. Because that's kind of what mom life is. I want to help you change that. Let's start making you a priority. Let's get your life aligned with your values. Let's make your time work for you instead of against you. Let's get you more time in your day for the things that bring you joy, for alone time, for a motherhood unburdened by the mental load of doing all the things. Because your worth and value is not attached to how much you do. Let's start living our days with more meaning and less overwhelm. Let's stop listening to what everyone tells us a good mother should do and start being the good moms we already are. Because you, my friend, deserve a life that feels whole and thriving. And I am here to support and encourage you along the way. Each week, we'll dive into conversations about how to get you more time, less overwhelm, and living your life pouring from a full cup. I'm Alyssa Lindquist, and this is the Nurtured Mom Show Podcast. I know you know the moments. Your baby won't nap, that friend won't give you the time of day, family member just doesn't know boundaries, kids who refuse veggies, those out-of-control moments that feel so overwhelming. And there's so many moments like that. And often I think what happens is we end up feeling out of control because we think if we just try a little harder, then we can make something happen we can make it the way we want it to be and that we'll be all the happier for it. Or maybe we feel so over it that we just give up, throw in the towel and we still feel out of control because we've given away our power. And by understanding what you do and do not have control over, you can develop a more realistic expectation that will help you stop feeling stuck, powerless, and out of control. And in moments and situations like this, it will help get you a sense of what to focus your efforts on and like what to let go of. So like once you understand what you do and do not have control over, it's going to make all the difference for you. So here's the idea. So people with an internal locus of control, believe that they can or they should be able to influence all the events and outcomes of their life. That you have complete control over what happens. And then on the other hand, someone who has a predominantly external locus of control tends to blame the outside world for the things that happen in their life. So you have the one side internal locus control that you believe you can control everything in your life. And then you have someone with an external locus of control that believes 
and blames the outside world for all their problems. And these aren't bad things. They're just a natural way that humans are, right? And people tend to go somewhere kind of in between, maybe leaning more towards one side or the other. And, and people with that balanced locus of control, like a little bit of both, have a more realistic view on what they have power over. And, you know, there are three levels of control we have, right? So there's things we can control directly, things we can influence, and then there's things we have no control or influence over. We can simply express concern, but we can't control it or influence it. So there are things that we can control directly. And here are some of those things that you can control. How well you prepare for something. How you react to an emotion. Because remember, thoughts influence emotion. What you focus on. How you interpret a situation. What you commit to doing or not doing. What conversations you have. What you engage in. How much you focus on the present moment what you tell yourself, and how nice you are to you. How you take care of your body. What information you consume, books you read, media you listen to, what you watch. When you ask for help. Whether you make plans and act on them. How much you believe what other people say. And how long it takes you to try again when you fail. These are all things that are in our control. Our own personal control. And I want you to notice that all of these things are directly related to you. Yes, you. Your actions. Your thoughts. Your emotions. Your beliefs. Your choices. That is within your circle of control. And, you know, there's, of course, always some level of consequences to the decisions that we make. But ultimately, everything relating to us, we have control over. And truly, all we have control over is ourselves, as cliche as that sounds. So when an external situation like, my toddler won't nap, or a family member who behaves poorly, or a friend who is giving you the cold shoulder. Or a schedule that goes out the window when your kids are homesick. Or a dinner that goes untouched. Or a family outing where your kids complain the whole time. <laughs> Ever try to go somewhere with your kids and they just aren't feeling it and you're like so excited and all about it and they're just like, nope. <laughs> That's out of your control, right? Or maybe it's a spouse who isn't helpful. Whatever it may be, all you can do with these external situations is figure out what you can do internally about it. So internally, you can choose how to view it. You can choose how you react. You can choose 
how you act because of it. And one way we can do this is by shifting perspective, right? Like finding a silver lining. So your toddler didn't nap today. Well, maybe the silver lining is that he has an earlier bedtime tonight. And you have a little bit more time to yourself at the end of the day. It's kind of nice. Or maybe you work on reframing. So you could ask yourself, what else might be going on here? What did I learn from this? How can I use this for good? So maybe you have a situation where you have this friend who isn't giving you the time of day. And maybe the reframe here, how can I use this for good? What else might be going on? What did I learn from this? Maybe what you realize is that you see that you two are on different paths. And you're grateful that you're not wasting precious time and energy fostering a friendship that just isn't there. Those are great tools, finding silver linings, reframing, to help you combat some of that need to control a situation when it is out of your control, right? All you can control is yourself, what you think about it, how you react, and how you act. So all we can really control is ourself, but there is like this other layer, right? A layer of, or a level of influence that we can have. Like we're not completely immune to helping or influencing situations, right? There's things that we can do. We're not completely powerless in our environment. We can have influence too. So for example, if your child is refusing to eat veggies, you could keep putting veggies on their plate every night. And hope they take a nibble at some point. You could start a garden that they help you pick from. Maybe that gets them excited about eating them. Or maybe you sneak it into their pasta sauce. <laughs> you know, as a way to influence that desired outcome. We can influence those things, but we can't make them eat it. We can tell them, you know, no dessert till you eat your veggies. There's lots of different ways we can influence the situation. But what we can control is how we view, react, and act in the situation. You could choose to view this as an opportunity for them to explore their palate. You can react by encouraging them, but staying quiet when they don't touch it at the end of dinner. And you could try again the next day. These things are within your control. I think oftentimes we believe that other people are to blame for what we feel. But the truth is, no one can make us think, feel, or do anything. And controlling someone else so that we can feel better isn't their responsibility, it's ours. Don't give that power away to anyone else. So in the situation where we're trying to get our kids to eat veggies, yeah, they're important, 
But is a big part of you wanting them to eat veggies because you feel like they should? There's that word again. <laughs> should eat veggies because someone's telling you to? Or you, you know, you're, like your friend's kids are great at eating. <laughs> you know, snap peas for a snack. And you're just like, why, why can't my kid do that? Why, why is it that they always want the cupcakes? <laughs> you know? I, I think I think that's important to keep in mind in these situations where we feel out of control is that sometimes what we're trying to control is based on a construct or an expectation that we have for the situation so that we feel better. We feel like we're being a good mom when our kids eat their veggies. And if if that's if that matters to you, by all means, like, I'm not saying, like, let it go. Like, don't have your kids eat veggies. Like, I love for my kids to eat veggies. But I think you have to draw the line and cut yourself a break, right? If your kid's not eating veggies, you can do things to help influence that. You can encourage them. But it's not worth the overwhelm and anxiety of trying to control them, of giving your power away, right? I know <laughs> my oldest took six months to potty train for number twos. <laughs> six months. And, you know, part of that was because when I first started potty training, everyone was telling me, have them sit on the potty every time you go somewhere. Have them sit on the potty every half hour. And she, she freaking hated it. She did not want to sit on that potty when I made her sit in the potty. I was trying to control the situation. And once I let go of that control, because I realized this is, this is on her. Like she, she's, she's got to figure that out, right? I can help guide her. I can tell when she's doing the potty dance and maybe suggest for her to go. But to force her to sit there every half hour, it ended up being like a power struggle. And it was not working. So once I let go of that control, that need to make the situation what I wanted it to be, which was that she was fully potty trained and I wasn't dealing with number two accidents. Once I let go of that control and like let her kind of try to figure it out, one, my overwhelming anxiety went away because it was driving me crazy trying to control that situation. And she figured it out. I like figured this out like end of month five and she figured out going number twos on the potty within like two weeks. <laughs> That's a perfect example of like letting a situation, like letting go of expectations and allowing the situation to kind of unfold the way it's going to without controlling it. And I think one perspective change that I think is important idea for moms is this concept of living in the season. I think often we try so hard to make a certain season look like another season. So like with the potty training thing, I was totally in this like, I want to have a fully potty trained kid. I don't want to deal with her diapers anymore. Like I was trying to make that happen before she was ready. 
Okay. So, and you know, like another example, <laughs> I hate to keep using my oldest, but these are just some examples. And she was my first kid. So there was a lot of figuring things out as I was going. So my oldest was an awful sleeper, like awful. She was up like every 45 minutes. And some nights she would just wake up in the middle of the night, like ready to party and wouldn't go back to sleep for hours. And I remember trying everything, everything. And it wasn't until our second came along and she was a terrific sleeper. And, you know, we did all the same things for her, by the way. It wasn't until she came along that we realized that they were just two different kids. It wasn't anything we did or didn't do. The truth is the situation was out of my control. Yeah, sure. There are like things I could do to influence the situation. And I would encourage that, right? Like well-meaning advice could actually pan out for your kid. But at the end of the day with my oldest, my beautiful little newborn baby was going to keep me up all night if she wanted to. There's so many factors that play into that, right? Different kids, right? You have friends whose kids are sleeping through the night and you're like, oh gosh, I wish I had that. And you, whereas you're over here feeling exhausted, like wondering what you did wrong, probably not doing anything wrong. <laughs> your, your baby just isn't a great sleeper and you can work to make that better, but you have to let it go at some point, right? You have to let go of the expectation and the pressure that we put on ourselves to make a certain season look like others. And what I was trying to do was fit our new life as parents into like a certain mo mold of like how I expected things to go. I was trying to live the my baby sleeps through the night life <laughs> way before she was ready. I was trying to make this season of life fit into a way I wished that season looked like. I wished my baby, I yeah, wished my baby would sleep through the night. But she was a little nugget, not ready to. She was not my sleeper. You know, maybe you fall into this same category where you're trying to will things to happen that just aren't going to. Like, for instance, keeping a clean house, staying on top of laundry, making home-cooked meals every night. When you have, like, a baby and a toddler underfoot. That's hard. That's hard. And a lot of this control comes from expectations that we put on ourselves. We feel like we should be able to do certain things. Or this situation should look like this. Or if only my kid would eat their veggies or if only my baby would sleep through the night. We keep willing and wishing for things to happen a certain way. But we have to live in our season at some point. I'm not saying you can't make efforts to make a situation better. I'm not saying that at all. But when it gets to a point where the overwhelm and anxiety outshadows everything else, I would encourage you to like let things go. Embrace whatever season you're in. Maybe you're the mom at home trying to make dinner 
and sit around the table every night, but your kids have activities all the time. Maybe you're just not in a season right now where dinner around the table is going to happen. And it's okay to feel feelings of like frustration or being upset when things aren't going the way you want them to. But it's a matter of pausing and allowing yourself to focus on the present moment and not getting swept up swept up in what could be or what was. Each stage of whatever you're going through deserves your kindness and attention. Don't rush through them. We're always on to the next. But a season's a season for a reason. It's teaching us something. Even the hard ones. So feel frustrated, feel upset that it's not going the way you want to. But allow yourself to let it go when the overwhelm and anxiety far outshadows everything else. Allow yourself to decide what matters to you in a season. Use your thoughts to help steer you in a new, more positive perspective. By the way, this is your power in these situations. It's all you truly have. You can always change your thoughts, change your perspective, and let it go. Let it go, mama. Breathe. You're doing a great job. Until next week, friends. Thank you so much for listening in today. And just in case you didn't know, we have a private Facebook group dedicated to furthering the conversations we have on the podcast. Our Facebook group will help you apply what we talk about in the show each week. Plus, it's a wonderful community of wonderful moms supporting and encouraging each other on this journey of motherhood. I would be so thrilled if you joined us in this movement towards a more nurtured motherhood. To join us, just go to alyssalinguist.com slash Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, Mama. See you next week.